0: This is The Average Guy Network, and you have found Home Gadget Geeks show number 560, recorded on January 26th, 2023. Here on Home Gadget Geeks, we cover all the favorite tech gadgets that find their way into your home, news reviews, product updates, and conversation. All for the average tech guy. I'm your host Jim Collison, broadcasting live from the Average Guy.TV studios here in a beautiful, got some good, good, stretch of weather. It will never last forever, for this the winter here in Bellevue, Nebraska, and of course we post a show with some world class show notes. And actually, over the last couple of weeks, been using Chat GPT to help me make some great show uh, notes. Nice, super helpful. Not total copy and paste, but uh, but a little helpful. We'll see how how well Chat GPT knows think computers when. We get there. We'll we'll check that. Of course, we big thanks to Christian Johnson who joined us last week. We had a little conversation about the last past breach and maybe a move to Bitwarden. I heard a lot of you throughout the course of the week uh, email me and some conversations around that, and and I, I still haven't done anything yet, so I've got some work to do. But Christian, thanks for coming on, and of course, big thanks to our Patreon subscribers. If you're finding finding value in this podcast and you want to uh, give value for value, of course, you can head out to Patreon. slash Patreon and join us there. Big thanks to all of those that do that as well. Bob and Ryan from three, that from Think Computers at ThinkComputers.org are back, uh, gentlemen. Welcome back to Home Gadget Geeks.
1: It's good to be. It's good to be back. Yeah, yeah thanks good. for having us on again.
0: Good to have you. You, um, uh, I, I watched some of your coverage uh, from CES. We've got kind of three topics to talk about. I've got articles to support each one of those for you. I'll throw those as in chat room. They'll be in show notes as well. Folks want to head out there, but I I watched you guys uh, from a hotel room side-by-side kind of report. Give, give us a, Bob, why don't you start, give us a rundown a little bit. How is Vegas? It was this year. I mean, the last couple of years have just been kind of a nightmare for CES, right? Yeah. The way it worked. Was it fully back? was it a good was it a good one are are you looking forward to next year already give us a little rundown on i think
2: how you felt it, it it definitely wasn't as busy as say you know was the, was the last one we went to 2020 2020 yep yeah so right before everything kind of shut down uh we you know and it was really really busy then but i i feel that it wasn't as busy which is of course good for us because we're trying to get from meeting to meeting, you know, booth to booth, see different companies, and less people is better for you know for us. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was a good show overall. I think a lot of companies, this was like their first real "we're back," we're you know, this is like a thing again. Uh, there still was some pretty big companies, at least in our space, that weren't there um, this year. But I think I think things are going coming back to normal. And for us, it was really good to be back. I had a lot of fun. Didn't sleep too much. Just was up, you know, shooting our videos and, uh, you know, putting all of our content out there. So, um, but, but yeah, I mean, I had a great time. I, I got to hang out with Ryan. I hadn't seen Ryan yeah. in person in uh, what? Almost
1: three years. Three? So. Yeah. Three years. So yeah, I forgot how short he was. So yeah. <laughs> he always seems I'm like much taller than I actually am. Yeah. So, so but no, Ryan, it, was, it was a good time. <clears throat> Ryan, what about you? Yeah, no, I, 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 agree. You know, less crowd is good for us. the The crazy thing, you know, you mentioned um, us, our content in the the suite that we have, right? So we tore apart our suite the first night there, um, rearranged couches, moved furniture from room to room, set up a little mini podcast video recording studio. Bob had loaded up his car, drove he out drove. to yeah. to from you know from California to Vegas with a car full of tech. We utilize that. I think it turned out great for us. It was something new that we hadn't tried. We did do one live podcast. The internet where we are out there just isn't always the best. Right. Yeah, so that makes it live content a little harder, but you know, every day we would have these meetings, then come back and shoot all of our content there, then up edit and upload. So um, I, I think it worked out really well for us. It was something new. Like I said, we were trying um, and it ended up, you know, those late nights where you get those, you know, as a kid, you have those sleepovers and uh, the giggles start coming out because you're just tired and have no sleep. And I'm like, I'm 40 years old and how am I like giggling? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, this is way past when I'm normally in bed by now. And, you know, you're like, well, here's 15 minutes of footage we can't use because it's all just laughing and and screw ups. But yeah. it, it was
2: a good time. Yeah, definitely. It was a good time.
0: Well, it, it was fun to watch you. So the, the everything was recorded and then uploaded, or did you try to do some live? I, can't, I couldn't We remember. did a live.
2: Yeah. yeah, we did one live podcast before the show started. And then when we got into the show, there was just no, we were, I mean, again, we, we had like five to 10 meetings a day, and each meeting is a video. So yeah. we have to, you know, as Ryan said, come back and then shoot the, all of the, a role for that video and then i have to go and edit it after and then upload it was just yeah and then ryan Man. would write a supporting article for that video as well so it was just a lot of a lot of work
0: yeah so so... go ahead ryan
1: oh as i was gonna say we switched tack actually a little bit after the first day or two where yeah. you know we usually have our backpacks and our nice cameras and would film bob ended up switching over to his iphone to shoot Almost all of the B roll, yeah. and it, right. and I think that turned out great, right? It's it lightens your load, it's quicker, it's it just turned things yeah. around for us. It was great,
0: Ryan. What's up with you having a jankity phone? uh While you, <laughs> I, I heard
1: oh you. It's uh, just a uh, rumor.
0: It was just a rumor uh, that I heard maybe I'm, last night on your podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: I I've, I've just not been happy with the camera on my phone. And what I, What do you
0: have? Uh,
1: I have the One Plus uh ten. I, it's like the 10 Pro 5G, and you know it's got you know how many lenses on this thing, three lenses, and this that it's and the other. Not, I just not have good in low happy. light. No, it's not well. It's not great in low light. I'm not happy with like the sharpness that it mm-hmm. doesn't get. Uh, the focus area is like it's pretty tight in the center, and then it's just like why is this so blurry around you know the edges of the photo? I just haven't been impressed with it mm-hmm. compared to my previous Pixels. So.
0: Bob, oh. You were shooting with iPhone. I take it. Yeah. iPhone.
1: I think this is the
2: 12 pro. Mm. Um, but yeah, we shot everything with this. Obviously it's just super, super small and super easy, easy mm-hmm. to pull the footage off. And, you know, with the, with the larger cameras that we did, that I did bring, I have to set up a tripod. I have to get in place and all these meetings are super, like we only have a certain amount of time and it's kind of just back to back. So Having to set everything up, it just was so much easier. And I think we, I mean, we got away with the quality, obviously shooting with an iPhone over a really, really nice camera. You can, I mean, somebody like me, I can tell the difference, but I think for YouTube, it was more than enough, you know, the iPhone did a, a good job. And I mm-hmm. think that people are really more into like, they're not, they don't really care as much about the quality. They really want to know the information about the product that we're talking mm-hmm. about. So
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, I think going forward, that's kind of what we're going to do. Cause it just kind of worked out. Yeah.
0: Yeah, a little easier video production that way. Yeah. Easier to get it done. Would You know, I did CES, I think uh, maybe uh, 2010, 2009, uh, 2010, something like that. I can't remember. I have to go back and look. But would you recommend after seeing it, could an enthusiast, just a tech enthusiast, do you think if they went for a couple days and did whatever it took to get in, be a part of it, you think it's worth it to, to, if you, I mean,
2: it, I mean that if you, much stuff? If you want to see some like so a lot of these companies are showing products that won't come out right. till the middle of the year or something like that. So if you're just an enthusiast and you want to, you know, drop the money for a plane ticket and hotel room, um yeah, I mean it's cool to see all the new tech. I mean that's kind of one of the reasons that Ryan and I enjoy going beyond covering it and and seeing a bunch of friends. It's, you know, we get to see all this new really really cool tech um so yeah i think somebody can do it there are a lot of people that just go to just to see everything they're not really there for any other specific purpose um Mm -hmm. but it's a lot and it's you know the thing is too is that a lot of the companies especially the companies that we deal with in like the pc hardware realm they're not in they're not on the show floor at all they just have rented out a suite in a hotel so say you're somebody and you want to see a specific company um you're not going to be able to see them because they're only showing products at, at, at a hotel suite and you have to set up a meeting. And if you're just a normal guy, you're not going to be able to, you know, set up that. So, but there's a lot of cool stuff. I think, you know, from again, not just PC hardware. I mean, you have televisions, you have uh, washers and dryers,
1: you have, uh, you know, massage chairs. I mean, you have everything that's there. Canon had set up at their booth, like they had to have a partnership, I think, with uh, M. Night Shyamalan and they had a like a cabin set up inside of one of the convention centers (laughs) with like fake trees around it. It it was a really cool like nature exhibit, you know, for, you know, I didn't wait in line the hour or whatever it was going to take to actually experience the, the full thing. But yeah. LG's got, you know, walls of curved TVs that are just, you know, amazing and so you can definitely get something out of it, you know, seeing some of the cool new automobile tech and things like that. But yeah, like Bob said, you're not even going to get up to the towers that a lot of these suites are in that the companies that we meet with are are there because someone a lot of times has to come down and get you and bring you up.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and even on the show floor like certain companies like they'll they'll have their products kind of sitting there but you don't really get to experience them. Um, One of the companies that we're going to be talking about, like they on their, like as part of the booth, they had like this back room where they were demoing the products and you can only go in that demo room if you have a meeting set up. So it's kind Mm -hmm. of, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, we get, we get the, you know, we get the good access, which is good.
0: Yeah. It is nice. We, we got a a little bit of that the year I went to, you know, you plan that in advance. How far, Bob, how far in advance do you start requesting those meetings?
2: Uh, right after Thanksgiving, typically. Okay. Oh, so that's, that's pretty um,
0: fast within a month. Yeah. Generally. Right.
2: Yeah. So right yeah. after Thanksgiving, you kind of start seeing who's going to be there. Where the, the the thing that we do, especially that I do, is we figure out where they're going to be, because then we, you know, we plan all the meetings. So they're together. So we're not running from uh, one hotel to another hotel convention center to to another hotel or, you know, so we're not running around. Um, That's kind of how we. Or at least I try to do it that way. Yeah, we had one day. <laughs>
1: one Whoa. day it was, it was at the same location, but it was like a meeting room there and then up to a suite and then back down to a meeting room and up to a suite. Yeah, but I didn't. That, I, right. I wasn't my fault. Right. That wasn't okay. my fault.
0: <laughs> no, okay, no okay. worries. No worries. Hey, it, it's like, I mean, there's just a ton of stuff to do. Yeah, and- Absolutely. Everything's far apart. You get your steps in while you're there. Oh yes. Food's super expensive. Lodging, although I'd heard hotel prices weren't as bad as they've been. I feel like I got fleeced.
2: I got fleeced. Oh. On 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 our hotel room was over a thousand dollars more than it was the in 2020. Wow. So okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, then maybe maybe reports were wrong. I was hearing yeah. some like with attendance being down a little bit, they, that they were f- able to find um, some folks were able to find cheaper accommodations, but yeah, you know, again, although we're in a period of inflation of high inflation, you never know. Right. What, yeah. What
2: those things were I, was, I was, I was not, I mean, it was not the happiest, but it, it still was where we stay is like a condo, uh, which gives us enough room to kind of set up like how Ryan said, we had our sort of like podcast set up in there. Um, so that's probably why I got fleeced.
0: Yeah, no worries, no worries. It was worth it. It was just a yeah. business expense. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Um, if you want to check out full CES coverage of everything they wrote during that time, it's available. Thinkcomputers.org. Is there a um, is there a slash that'll? Yeah, get I'll everything? put it
2: in the YouTube chat because I'm actually on the YouTube chat. Okay. If okay. uh, if it doesn't get blocked.
0: Yep, and I'll go. Oh no, you can't. It'll get blocked. Throw it in uh, the private chat here. Oh yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll move it over. I'll move it. Yeah, over. yeah. One of the things I want to get started, you guys know for sure what's near and dear to my heart. And last That's year, true. you guys posted a picture that I just clumped onto of a monitor that was, it was huge and wide and curved and you could, you could literally sit at the desk and it would go up over the top of you yeah and you really got me uh, a year ago kind of thinking about my own monitor setup now I have 10 monitors down here <laughs> and so like I mean I'm a little crazy about monitors but um you saw this Samsung and this the Samsung monitor that you guys wrote about want to talk about monitors a little bit in general differences in the last between last year and this year on curved resolution. Was there any general trends as we're as we're seeing monitors? Are they, are they all moving to 4K or 8K or whatever? Can you talk a little bit about what what you saw among the monitors?
2: I think the biggest thing is that we're we're going past 49 inches. So we're the big monitor that Samsung sh- sh- uh, showed was their Neo G9 57. So that's the one that you have up on the screen right there, and that is 57 inches wide. And I'm I'm on a 49 right now. And, uh, yeah, I want a 57 now.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Ryan, and that's, that's Ryan sitting there. He was, uh, they had a, a racing type game on there for him to play. Um, yeah, I mean, just such a big, and that, that's a 49, but that is, uh, OLED. Um, so you're getting with the 57, you're getting crazy resolution, uh, 7680 by 2160, which is, so much room um, for if you're if you're like me, like I'm a big productivity person, like right now on my screen, I have three windows open, you know, on this one you could do easily do three, even four, if not more than that. Um, and then with the gaming, you have great immersion uh, with with that as well. I mean, you can really kind of get into your game, which I think is really, really cool. Uh, if you're not in then with the one that you're showing there, that's the odyssey OLED G nine. So they already had the G nine, which is their 49 inch monitor, but they've upgraded it to an O led display. Um, I don't know how much your audience knows about O led technology, but it's much, much brighter. Uh, the colors are more vibrant. Um, You've seen it on TVs for a while. The the OLED screens. I, I remember seeing them ten years ago for the first time at CES, and I was I was blown away at the quality um, and how well the colors look. And I think that uh, getting that type of quality into a screen that I would use because again I I have to have to be super ultra wide uh, is is awesome. And they're gonna be they're gonna be pricey, but I think again just like we talk about you know you use your like your chair every day you use your monitor every day you want to invest in something that's going to um, mm-hmm. you know you're gonna be using every day so having an Oled on a 49 inch is um, I'm definitely a fan Ryan Ryan got the demo of both of these he was the kind yeah. of test, test subject here so yes yeah, so I was the the
1: test dummy all week so which is, uh, is nice right though. I got the I got the what's that tough job Tough job. exactly uh, um so yeah the you know the larger of the two monitors the curvature though is something i wanted to kind of point on the larger is yeah the 57 inch g9 is a 18 i'm sorry uh, Um 1000r yes so when you when you're talking about curvature on these monitors um the kind of the smaller the number so the thousand kind of gives you more curve whereas um let me. The other one's 1800. Yeah, the other one is 1800, which is kind of a flatter, uh, radius to the, um, you the say screen the other. So, so this, this yes. one's a
0: little flatter. That one's 1800, so 49 inch. Mm-hmm. And then this is 50. That's a thousand. Oh, uh, 50. How, how wide was this again, Bob? 50, 50 57, that's a 57. Right? 57. Right. It's, you, it's,
2: it's, it's enormous. If you
0: true. put two of those together, would it go halfway around you? Does that get you a one eighty? uh
2: no, because it's no. I it's don't. Not I enough. think you would you, do. You would you'd need, be close. Yeah, you'd be close, but I think you would need three. To okay. Yeah. That. Okay. And then it'd probably right. be over one eighty. What's yeah. the retail?
0: So what's the retail on? Or I, it, it, I one is this in production yet? Or I'm assuming it's not. But is it available? I don't
1: believe it's available no. yet. And, okay. yeah. No, pricing and availability weren't available okay. for either yeah. monitor, right. unfortunately.
2: Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, I like like I said, I I like that we're we're going up in size. I've I'm always uh bigger is better, especially for like I said for productivity, but getting the better um quality of the screen is is definitely important as well. Um Samsung just this week also announced a new uh mini LED uh gaming display as well. Um so they're coming off a lot of really cool if you uh, mini LEDs are really really cool. So if you're Brian and I got to demo this a couple of years ago, but if there say there's a fire on one part of your screen, that part of your screen is going to be brighter and really going to show the fire where the other part of your screen's not going to. Um, so you're seeing a lot of that in mo- and new monitors as well. Um, lots of really cool stuff with monitor tech. Um, and they had your yeah. monitor there as well. I took a picture by uh by your uh the monitor the vertical that, one. The, the vertical one. Oh yeah, play. the yeah
0: the one that you can that you can put. I'd I yeah. would put the three same. side by side. <laughs> and yeah. then they would go up. And and what's the curve on those? Are they are they pretty they're pretty that's a pretty drastic curve, isn't it? Do you remember?
2: On the was, Odyssey arc? Yeah. I think it, it's on a the thousand arc. arc that's a thousand okay. arc curve as well. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: So it's, um. yeah, those are beautiful monitors. I, I'm not going yeah. I'll be honest. I, I don't know if I'd actually get the use out of them that well, I think you, I would, but they'd be beautiful. You're saying
2: be beautiful. that you, you have 10 monitors down there? Yeah. I yeah. Do. So yeah. you could just, you know, I always That's say two. like this yeah, monitor ten. here <laughs> is like having three, you know, the 49 inch yeah. is like having yeah, yeah, three yeah. monitors. So, yeah. you know, you could replace a couple with just one big one.
0: Well, and I could, if I had three side-by-side, it'd be nine. It'd be the equivalent to having nine monitors in that cube, so to speak, right? So that could work out. I mean, just, so I have three for work. The fourth is the laptop. It's still a screen, right? So I have a cube of monitors for four. And then the other six, I've got one that's fully dedicated as a TV, right? So it's not, it's a 24-inch monitor, but it's got HDMI in. And so I just use it with a fire stick. Got a 27-inch curved uh, 1440 or 2K that's in there. I've got this 34-inch ultra-wide that is uh, 1080, because I have it on the Mac. And I just don't do, for what I do, it wasn't worth it at the time to buy more than that. So I can always upgrade. They're super cheap right now if I wanted to change that. Uh, I don't know, maybe I'll get this, either this 49 or this Mm -hmm. 57, although I think I'd run out of space. And then, of course, the Surface runs all my home automation, that's a screen, and I've got a dedicated screen for just the weather. I like, I'm a guy, I like everything. I don't want to go find anything. I yeah. just want it. just want it there. there. The, yeah. And I've actually, the new build we'll talk about here at the end, I've just dedicated pretty much to YouTube viewing. You know, it's kind of my YouTube box, and watching it on that 2K display for YouTube, it's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It works out. It works out really, really well. So, um well, yeah, I think uh, you know. I'd love. I think in, in in the future, I'd love to get it a one eighty around me at two levels. That would be pretty great. Like you know, and everybody looks up. Can they come down here and they're like, "What are you doing?" <laughs>
1: you know, you turn so. the brightness up enough, you'll have a, a nice even tan all the way around. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe even from behind. Anything yeah. else that you guys saw there from a monitor perspective? Anything else, Ryan, you want to add? Uh, to that?
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll just touch on the OLED, the color clarity and brightness. Like Bob mentioned, you know, one of the images showed me playing Fortnite. I'm someone who spent quite a bit of time playing that game and seeing it on this display compared to what I'm used to here at home is kind of crazy. It just looks so vibrant. Um, it was cool. And then not not Samsung, but Asus was showing off a, uh, what's 500? hertz. hertz. hertz refresh rate monitor. Um, mm. as well and you know they have some demos running of um, you know can you see the guy moving across the screen and how the 500 hertz looks compared to like my monitor 144 and you're like man I thought my 144 hertz looked really nice but it looks like trash compared to this 500 hertz
0: should it though I mean can our eyes really tell the difference oh, yeah. oh, absolutely yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
2: you don't think I was I was the biggest skeptic I was mm. like this is all BS and it's just marketing and then we no, they have demos set up for you to tell the difference between them and you as a gamer, at least I know Ryan and I both in like they it's, they run a demo where you're trying to shoot somebody and then you, they run the demo again at a higher refresh rate and, and all everybody that we saw do it and and including both of us, we shot more people, (laughs) you know um, in the test. So the, you can definitely tell the difference for sure.
0: So at this point, does, is the sweet spot 240 for refresh rate to price, Uh or you know, I'm 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 assuming the 500 and above are or
2: whatever are yeah that's the latest reg- that's, yeah yeah that's I wild. think I think probably 240 is pretty
1: high yeah yeah I would okay.
2: say for like a normal size monitor like 24 27 would be 144 is kind of where you're at you'll see a lot of 165s kind of in that range and then for the super ultra wide like I have. 120 144 is typically where you see them. Mm-hmm. Um for like, you know, decent price for yeah. what you're getting, I would yeah. say. The one I have right remember, here is
1: 120. You have to have a video card, you know, to power that, you know, that that resolution plus hitting that that frame rate. Yeah. Um and and dependent on what what title it is you're playing or what type of content you're doing, right? So just cuz you've mm-hmm. got that frame uh, rate available to you on the monitor doesn't mean that you have the horsepower to back it up and provide content to it
0: yeah so. yeah no right on yeah. i think i think i did 120 and that's it like at the at the really affordable end right now um 4k at 120 seems to be pretty the 2k is even cheaper if you want to go down yeah. that far if you got super cheap monitors <laughs> 1080p is like uh you know they're like 89 dollars. Yeah. handed them out Yeah. They're like, can you take these? Uh, so, um, now as I, if you were buying anything, if you're replacing anything, monitors are the thing to replace right now. I think the, I think, I don't, I'll I'll see what you guys think, but it seems to be the price for performance on those. is just the best I've seen in a long, long time. And it's just, Mm -hmm. it seems like right now is a good time. I don't know, Bob, what do you think?
2: yeah i mean even like those as well as tvs uh just were in that time where you know you remember buying a tv and you're like it was you know a couple thousand dollars and now it's like 500 bucks and you're like you know so i mean same thing with monitors it's kind of the same thing it's you know um you're gonna get pretty good quality and like like we're talking about samsung samsung makes most of the glass that you see in all of these monitors anyways um so the quality is going to be good on pretty much all the ones that you see too. So if you find like a good deal on Amazon or Best Buy or wherever you kind of shop, if you see a good deal, it's you know probably going to be a good one for a while cuz what's the next big like uh LG? No, the next big like holiday where they have a sale. Oh. And they're going to have sales now for Super Bowl. Super Bowl sale.
0: Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. so TVs. Yeah.
2: yeah, especially TVs, but if yeah. you see something that that's a pretty good deal, I would, you know, I'd pick it up. I, I think yeah. there's a lot. There's a lot of good monitors out there too, and for good prices. So
0: yeah. Now I think I got my deck TV for like ninety nine bucks, 32, yeah. 32 inch. The go. thing is so light. I literally, you every time I pick it up, I think like the innards have fallen out. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm looking around like. Did things fall out of this? Where did it where did it get there' so I, I can literally carry it under it's a 32 inch TV. I could carry it under one yeah. arm oh yeah and I'm afraid it's gonna like go flying out of my hands so yeah um, yeah, it's a good I think now is a good now is a good time. Um, and I think I think I mean we're gonna always see some improvements coming, but I think it's fairly stable. I mean I think you're gonna if you get a TV now get a pretty good one at a pretty good price. I think that could last you for quite a while.
2: Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, you know. I don't, like, I mean, my previous TV lasted me for almost 10 years. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I, you yeah. know, but they're, they're so cheap now, too. It's like you see one, you're like, oh, I guess I could put a TV in this other room. I mean, it's like a couple mm-hmm. hundred bucks for a 4K, yeah. you know, 65-inch TV. Why not, you know? So. I
0: bought a 40, 40 or 42-inch Samsung years ago. It's 1080p. Um, probably 60 or I probably paid four five, 600 bucks for that thing. It'd be a hundred bucks today. Yeah. Um, but it, actually for the way we watch TV in the living room, it's yeah, it works, it works great. Yep. I don't need, yeah. I don't need any more than that. Would we like and more? Uh, maybe most
2: uh, of the content that you're watching too, whether it's like a streaming service, unless you're paying for the higher end streaming service, right, right, like Netflix, right. it would be 1080p. It will upscale on your TV. If it, your TV is 4k, but it's still the content is going to be 1080p and mostly YouTube and and other things as well. So Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, it's a good time. I think that's a, I have no regrets. You know, I bought this when I, when we built a new rig, we're going to talk about that here at the end of the show. And I bought this 27 inch curved gaming. Um, It's a tough, it's an Asus monitor. It, it, I think it was 167 or something like that. I mean, you got it for just some ridiculously low price and you're just like, I was like, yeah, I don't feel guilty about this at all. This is awesome. Let's do, let's do more of this. So, uh, so good stuff. I want to shift gears a little bit. And when I was on your show pre-Christmas, we were talking about things to, you know, some, I I forget how you guys phrased it, but things I, I, that's, that I, that I probably won't get, but that I want or something like that. And I had mentioned some, a pair of um, uh, shelf speakers for my desk and it thought, Boy, it'd be really nice. I think Edifier was the brand that I picked. I've had some Roland monitors that I've probably had for 20 years, and they still work. So I haven't done anything yet. But Bob, uh, Razor's got a new sound bar, And this is, (laughs) this is the weird part, right? Uses AI for head tracking for the best possible experience. Um, I'm going to ask you another question about it, but what do you think of, well, no, let me just ask you now, can I put this thing on my desk? You have it on yours yeah i
2: I, yeah so i've ryan and i both got to demo this and you would be surprised even without the ai head tracking and all that other stuff you would be surprised how good it sounds and how you know it's a sound bar it's just one thing and there was a subwoofer but like how you can hear the sound if you're in a game or you're watching a movie and somebody's coming from the left side like you can hear it on the left side and it it sounds like it's coming from the left side of the room. It doesn't sound like it's, you know, coming from the sound bar
1: that's in mm-hmm. front of you. I, I think Ryan could kind of echo that. Yeah. So if in that kind of header image there, there's uh, a couple of cameras and uh, camera and some sensors, right, to take a look at your your positioning in the room <clears throat> or in front of this. And it uses, you know, that the uh, AI technology to kind of beam the sound waves to your um your ears right to get that left right surround type of uh, setup there it's got multiple sound options you know just a regular stereo and then a virtual headset surround sound things like that and it it's it's kind of crazy how well it works um you know switching from just a stereo mode to the other mode instantly has an a noticeable effect on hey I feel like there's more speakers in here than there are. Um, the subwoofer that comes with it, right, adds the deep, deeper bass. Right, you're not going to get that out of just a soundbar alone. If you need that, uh, whereas like you know, the bookshelf speakers usually have maybe a four or five inch speaker on them, so you're going to get a little lower response from them. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 really cool um, technology, and it's more affordable than I thought it was going to be. Um, I'm trying to remember uh, when you say three ninety nine, I believe. Oh
0: okay with yeah. the software, so i was,
1: right yeah i was
0: looking for i was i think I was at 199 for a pair of okay fairly decent shell speakers i'm assuming does this have like the reason i wanted it is it had two inputs and bluetooth so yeah, i could get two yeah, multiple, computers in would, would that work for me
2: yeah i believe yeah it has multiple inputs you can do bluetooth on it uh for sure because they they showed us that okay um but yeah, I mean I thought and then it like Ryan says, um it, it has a camera in it. So the camera is tracking where you are in the room and it, it's gonna adjust the sound based on where you are um right. to create the best sound possible. Um and we tested it like you know, we put our hand over the camera so it couldn't find you, and the sound did change. Um right. so
1: that that's something that was super cool um as and well. It only does it for the one person, right? It's only tracking the the, right. the main person in front of it. So if you're standing off to the side, you'll be able to hear that the audio has changed a bit, but you're not going to get the noticeable difference that the person in the prime seating location is going to get. Yeah. Um, so this wouldn't be something you necessarily want to use in a, a family room, right? Under a TV, right? You want to use this at your PC because of the the smaller area that it's able to do that beam forming uh, surround sound piece there. And, if you're just track. using it in stereo mode, it'd, it'd work fine. But
0: well, and I came at, we, we think a soundbar, we all, uh, that's what we think of putting that in the family room, right. With the TV. And so I, I really thought that's what, when I started looking at this, what this is. And, and of course I noticed it was at the computer, but it is really designed to be a desktop yes. speaker yeah. replacement.
1: Right. Absolutely.
0: absolutely do you at 399 is that what you said do you guys would you guys yeah. pull the trigger at 399 bob or are you uh yeah enough of the I, sound?
2: I was so impressed with this um i've i've tested some sound bars in the past but even with that like again without the head tracking and everything you know you're just sitting there and they have it in stereo and it sounds pretty good and then they turn on the the surround sound and again you're watching something and you can you feel like you know something's coming from behind you, but it's there's no speakers behind you for that <laughs> sound. But you can, it's it's really really impressive um, that the technology has come that far, where like they can beam the sound so you you know you it sounds like it's coming from behind you, but the, again the only speaker is in front of you. Um, that's that's just really really cool. And again, it eliminates a lot of wires. You don't need you know uh, surround sound speakers. You don't need you know, two different speakers. It's just one device, super easy. Um, not a lot of cables. I, yeah, I would definitely pull the trigger if that was something that
1: I was, uh, looking to get.
0: Ryan, what about you?
1: Yeah. Secure. I I agree. And I'm, I am considering it. You know, we were talking before the show, I have this set of creative. It's a technically a 4.1 surround sound. I don't have the other two behind me. I'm just using a stereo speakers in a sub. I've had them forever. They're still working kind of like you're, you know, your example of the bookshelf speaker still working, but I, I am considering moving to a soundbar. This is is one of them that I'm I'm looking at for those that are security minded and maybe worried about what do you mean? There's a camera on my soundbar. It's only used internally on that device. All the processing happens there. They're not, you know, there's no camera feed that you can pull off of this device or anything like that so just it looks like there.
0: one of those connect cameras where it's not like yeah, video similar video, but it's similar getting technology it's getting depth it's getting yeah it's an, it's an ir
2: camera right yeah yeah right yeah
0: um brian says uh, uh he says i picked up a couple home pod minis for a secondary tv and i'm happy with them pairing those together i know mm-hmm. you could There are some of those devices you could do. Hey, those shelf speakers that we looked at uh, when I was on your show are really great looking speakers. And for what I do down here, which is primarily YouTube, you know, I don't, I may stream a movie or or, or two. And actually, um, for the TV that's here, I just Bluetooth it to one of these Bose. Um, What are these things? I always forget i channel know something crazy anyways it's a portable just a portable of meant to take outside and yeah, put yeah. on that right and i've got it down here it sounds great like it's got some yeah. stuff built into it as well
1: some of those sound really good
2: yeah and i think that if you're not like a crazy audiophile you really don't need something like that soundbar i think that soundbar is like kind of great in between uh so you know you're not spending a thousand you know couple thousand dollars on an audio setup. This yeah, kind of yeah. gives you the in-between where you have really, really good sound. But if, you, if you're if you just like just doing YouTube, maybe a movie here or there, you might, uh, you know, I don't know if you need something that, that crazy. You can get away with stereo speakers, no problem, or like the mm-hmm. speaker that you have. But mm-hmm. if you want to kind of up it a little bit without kind of breaking the bank, it is a, definitely a good choice.
0: Well, it's got uh, down-firing RGB, right, too. So, Bob, yeah. as we think about... Your setup there, yeah. it would it would fit nicely into. And is are the controls like on your phone? Do you know, or or how, is it on the unit? There's
2: there's controls on the unit. If you plug it into your PC, there's controls on. Uh, you know, Razer they, yeah, Razer has their own software that you can control it. Okay. Um, I do believe with the Bluetooth, Razer has a mobile app as well, so you can kind of control it a bunch of different ways.
0: Yeah, it's a sharp looking. I mean, it the 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 marketing behind this thing. I'll I'll show it one more time. If sorry for those audio only. You should head over to the YouTube channel and um and catch this. But I mean, it it's razor all the way. Right? Yeah. I mean, oh, it's yeah. just got it's got all, it's got that signature trademark. Um, there. It looks pretty good. Three ninety nine. All right, we'll have to see. <laughs> we'll, yeah, we'll I think
2: on. I wish like you could with you a could, sub. As well. yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I wish you totally could true. go somewhere to test it because yeah, yeah. they it it really really sounds. There's not a razor store by you, huh?
0: No, and I'm I'm no. sure. No, it rough there
1: that. in California, Bob. I, I, yeah, there's two of them here.
0: <laughs> I I, tr- I trust it. I mean, no, it's gonna be a. I mean, it's gonna be a really good speaker, right? Yeah, and the the real question I think is this use case. If you're if you got it on your computer. And you're doing a lot of those things where sound really matters. I mean, a lot of people watch a lot of movies. Yeah, their computer, right? Yeah, they consume a lot of media. They're streaming 4K content, uh, possibly. They're, they're maybe is there is Dolby or Atmos built into this?
1: It, it does have all... THX. It's THX,
2: and they have a bunch of a couple different THX modes. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, just like gaming as well. I mean, you don't need mm-hmm. headphones. Mm-hmm. You can. This will accurately yeah. tell you where an enemy is coming from. I mean, it's, it is that good. So, well, that's the
0: real use case on this is game. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. For razor spaces. So I should, we, I should have mentioned that right off the bat, not left that for the last thing. They're trying to reach that gaming audience. It's trying to get that optimal sound, no matter where you are, what you're doing in, in that. I think those would be fun to pair it with um, a VR headset and have yeah. that with, a completely immersive experience. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, let's shift one more time uh, as we think about, and this, I'm, I'm kind of interested in these as well. I'll throw the link here in just a second. We've been talking about these dual screen, um, you know, laptops for a while, thinking about having both sides of the laptop an active screen. In, at some point, you can, you can turn one screen into a keyboard. It goes in multiple um, orientations, I'm assuming tent and side-by-side. And you can, you can, you know, prop the thing up like a book, like you would a book and use both screens. You can attach a Bluetooth um, keyboard to it. I plug one in, I'm sure, on it. You guys got a chance to see the, the, uh, the Yoga Book 9i. I've got it on screen now. Uh, Bob, what do you think?
2: I'm, I, it's, I'm always the person is I want as much screen real estate as possible. Um, and this obviously gives you that, right? So it's dual screen. So where your keyboard would normally be is a second screen. Um, and if you, I think if you go into the video, uh, it will show you some of the stuff that you can kind of do with it. I'm not sure where it's at in the video, but it's in there so, somewhere uh, where you can kind of scroll through um, and see some of the different things you can kind of do with it um but yeah i mean i like having as much screen real estate as possible and this laptop can do a lot of things for productivity for me so i think that's kind of like the big thing um and you don't lose that that keyboard so as you can see it comes with a wireless keyboard that you can move up or down you can like in the orientation that it is here it you know you have the keyboard up top and then you can have a trackpad at the bottom you can turn that trackpad into another display if you want. Um, you can have it. They kind of have it set up there where you have both displays, and you'll see he'll flick the uh, the display up, I think, in that one as well. Um, Sorry, I'm, I'm
0: fast-forwarding through your coverage. Sorry. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah but
2: it, there's, a, there's a lot you can really do with this that I think, again, for somebody who's really big into productivity, I think it's a really really cool device and if you are going to make use of that second screen, it's definitely worth it. And it's not like the whole package and we showed in the video of of them breaking it down. It's something that you can just carry with you. Like it's not this big big device that's it's super super thin. Uh, super lights, the keyboard, and the kind of uh, the stand, because it's sitting on a stand right now. It comes with the stand, uh, comes with a pen. It all breaks down into a sim- simple package that you can take with you. Um, and yeah, I mean, I would totally get this. Like, This was just a, a really, really cool device.
0: What's the retail on this?
2: Uh, the unit that they showed uh, would retail for 2000 Okay. Um, but there'll be I mean, obviously, depending on what you get in it, as far as you know, what CPU you're choosing, how much memory you're choosing, different display options. Um, that can either go up or down depending on that. So
0: do do out in April dual 13.3, uh 2.8 K displays, right? Yeah. Um so I, I Ryan, what do you think?
1: No, I liked it. I I was most impressed, I think, with the hardware is right impressive, but the software and how smoothly moving that keyboard from one position to another on that secondary lower screen changed up your configuration, right? Bob mentioned if you put the keyboard up top towards the other screen, the bottom portion of that lower screen becomes your your trackpad and your buttons, right? So that's a productivity mode, but you could slide that keyboard down closer to you. You lose that trackpad area, but if you're just typing that you know gives you better access to the keyboard and above you you had like maybe the weather is always showing or something mm-hmm. like that and then if you don't need either one of them, throw it into you know scroll mode and you can just scroll through your Twitter timeline or something like that with twice the screen real estate and um, oh if you it, go, it was it was really nice
2: if you go to in the video if you go to like two fifty two like uh where it says gestures it will um like 252 on there yeah, yeah. yeah they right like right here he'll show you the different gestures right. kind of how you can move the screens around move them up and down like that pretty easily um and how just everything works seamlessly which which ryan was talking about we were really impressed with i've seen a lot of these over the past couple of years and it's not seamless it's kind of slow and kind of
1: has trouble. Uh, yeah. yeah,
2: the software has kind of trouble. This was seamless. And that's the thing I liked about it. You don't have to worry about uh, a widget loading or something like that. Mm-hmm. The whole process was very seamless and very uh, intuitive. And I really, really liked it. Uh, this is. For me, this is something that I would get because just like you, you know, you want, you want a screen, a little part of the screen that's for your weather. You want something that's for Twitter or YouTube. Like you can have it all on this in a laptop, which I love. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. This was made for me. Like they, (laughs) when this should be called Jim's laptop, because this is my, when when I saw you guys talk about this, I was like, oh, oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. In Uh, 2000, what I pay? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would yeah. for this thing. Like And the fact it that it builds, comes with
1: that keyboard and everything else, that price point is is pretty nice.
0: Yeah. 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 No. And I saw another demo of the 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 uh, the stand and how portable that is. It really just kind of just kind of folds out and you put it in, that keyboard fits in another slot. It's really not that much more, not that much bigger than my current laptop. And to to be able to go someplace, I'm not traveling as much as I used to, but when I would if I was to go on the road, pop this thing open in in an airport and put that, I'd put that laptop just in front of it. Or, I mean, the uh, keyboard just in front of it. And the ability to have two screens traveling that way. I mean, I've seen, I've seen guys and ladies travel with an extra monitor, right? They take it out, it's USB, plug it in. That's awesome. It's great. But this, it's all contained in one. You're done. You fold it up, put it in your bag, you're off to the races. This has been by far the best implementation of it, and you're right. It's snappy. It's super snappy. Do you do you know what the in this configuration what they were running as far as like CPU and memory? I, and I'm assuming it's got a pretty good GPU in it to make the screens work.
2: Um, I think the GPU is is probably built. I don't. I because I, this is a thin uh, like a thin and light device. So I don't believe it has a dedicated. Yeah, uh, do, built GPU, into the chip. Yeah. yeah, but I mean it's going to be 13th gen. I believe it's going to be 13th gen. uh Intel on on that side. So those are going to be really really good. Um even when I te- I've tested Lenovo 12th gen products
1: and they're super super fast. Um so having so 13th the, gen would be Yeah, this was using they said next gen i7, right? So that's probably going to be 13th gen. Yeah. Uh graphics was the Iris XE. So um I've got the shot of the little card here. Yeah, yeah. Um, in better form, so you know, 16 gigs of low power DDR5X, mm-hmm. um, you know, gen 4 storage. Yeah,
0: did, so did you get great, a sense? Little, is there a fan like, is this thing, you know, it's, it's Corey Seven? I mean, Do you get a sense it's noisy at all? Keeping oh, both the monitor uh, or
2: the CPU? CPU? No, nope. no, I think we're coming to a point where like these, this, this is going to be a thing. Uh, we're going to be able to do this pretty easily. Um, and I think a lot of it ties into the operating system. I think Lenovo and a a lot of these other companies have worked a lot with, uh, Microsoft and and windows 11 to get this kind of snappiness and things kind of built into the operating system that work really well. Um, so yeah, it's like I said, one of my, again, one of my favorite things that I've seen that I actually looks like I want one, please, please send me one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. If you get two, Bob, let me know. I mean, (laughs) sorry, Ryan,
2: but if you Uh, get two,
0: let me know. I would be all, I'd be all over this thing. I already, you know, it's funny uh, at work, I'm actually more mobile at work than I am at the house here. So when I get into work, I have two different, I have actually three different offices that I rotate around based on what I'm doing. So got my office with all my stuff in it, like this the stuff office. And I'll take, when I need to take a call, a quiet call or whatever, I'll go into that office. Then I have a standing desk out in the middle of an open office concept with my marketing friends where I spend time, when I want to spend time in an open concept, which I'm doing more and more of that lately, I'm there. And then I have the studio. So when I go down to record the podcast, I go down to the studio, right? So I have three different areas. Like this thing would be Awesome. Now, you know, I, I, it all, at both desks, I have a 34 inch ultra wide as well, which is kind of nice. And then a secondary monitor. So I'm plugging in, I got three there. If if you're listening to this for the first time, yes, I have a monitor problem. Let's just be really (laughs) clear about that. But this thing gets me super excited about the future. Did you get a feeling like, I want this to go mainstream? Like, I want this to be in a lot of things. Do you get a feeling they're getting a good reception on this
2: at all? Yeah. And the thing that you don't realize is this is one of the yoga products. So the, that top screen flips completely around. So you could be with a client on one side, you have your screen, you're showing them something else. You can also on one screen, have your part of the document. Maybe you're a lawyer. You need somebody to digitally sign something. You can be on your, you know, the one screen with your document. You can flick it over to their side, and you have this thing laying flat, and then they can just go ahead and sign it, mm-hmm. um, or something along those lines. I mean, there's a lot of different applications for this, but yeah, I think this is this is becoming more mainstream. You're going to see a lot more companies doing this. I think that you know these first couple of units. I think Lenovo and other companies will look at how well they sell, um, but I think, I, I mean. Ryan and I both really, really like this. And I yeah. think that a lot of people will find this type of product useful. So hopefully they sell well and it becomes a thing.
1: Yeah. I think this was like the best representation of a multi-display laptop device that I've seen, right? That, you know, like Bob said, we've seen these a couple of times, but there's always just something you're like, yeah, they're not quite there yet. This yeah. felt like a polished, finished product that was ready for the masses. Yeah. So
0: like we have all the, like we have all the components it's kind of been worked out. I'd love it. I'll, I'll, I'd love it in what I do. I often sometimes need that monitor and portrait. In one of my offices, I have the, the ultra wide. And then next to it, I have a portrait monitor Mm -hmm. so that some of the functions I need to do are much more efficient if they're viewed in portrait as opposed to landscape. And so in this case, it'd just be nice to pick that up, like, put it on the desk in two portrait mode put them put the you know the database stuff i need to do side by side guy could be super productive that way
2: yeah and like i said you have the detachable keyboard too or it's just a wireless keyboard but right you know you that's not attached to the device so you can easily just you know more or less just use this as a monitor um and then just have your keyboard and if you have a wireless mouse you'd kind of be good to go yeah
0: gonna put this in the chat again you guys all need to go out and look at this uh, the, everybody who's live and if you're listening to the audio or the video you you need to check this out this is gonna be this is gonna be I'm gonna be on the hunt for this thing it's not due out till April I think yeah but I'm gonna be out for the hunt for this thing and I, I'm gonna see if I can get now they won't do it, but I'd love it if work replaced my laptop's coming up for replacement. And uh,
1: I mean, it is I, Lenovo. I mean, they're you tell know, them they, about the productivity. Yeah. Yeah. We,
0: we are a Lenovo company, but uh, oh, I yeah. think they'll be like, uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. So uh, super cool. Well, you got me. That is, that plays right into my sweet spot. Speaking of sweet spots, I got to say thank you to both of you because you were very instrumental during the fall Is I was thinking about putting this computer together, you guys were super helpful. At times, it's so funny, at times you talk to me out of things. (laughs) Like, I I was like, hey, should I do this? And Bob would be like, yeah, no, no, you really shouldn't do that. Like, that's not, it's... I didn't want you to waste money. Well, no, I appreciate that. I mean, listen, a lot of times when we have these conversations about this kind of stuff, you know, the temptation is to go, all out on it. You guys see the you guys see the high end of this stuff all the time, and it would have been super easy for you to be like, well, you know, yeah, okay, go ahead, go with that high end, whatever. There's a couple times I I pinged you, Ryan. I pinged you on Facebook a couple times, like, mm-hmm. hey, I heard about should I do this, and you guys, no, nah, no, nah, <laughs> you, <laughs> you'll be fine. So, so uh, I I want to cut a couple things and specifically one is you steered me towards a thirty sixty. A TI for the, for the card. And that has just been the best decision like I've ever made. It's been perfect for me. It's worked great in the things that I'm doing. It wasn't an overpurchase. I got it for 400 bucks. Um, It wasn't an uh, an overpurchase. And then listening to you guys on your podcast and all the issues, the 40 series, see, like every week it's a train wreck, It ap- it seems like, right? Would you recommend it right now? Anybody buy a 40 series um, GPU Um, if they were out there? I mean, they're burning up, they're burning cables.
2: I I think Um, the cable issue is more user error than anything. And I think that that's kind of a little bit past us at this point. But I think it all depends on how much money you want to spend on your PC build, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, At the high end, you have the 4090, which blows everything that's out there out of the water right now but it's, what, Ryan, a $600 or $1,600 600, card? yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's it's very, very high-end, and then you have the 4080, which is also... I mean, the cards and the performance is great. They're just a lot more expensive than a lot of people are used to. Um, and then we have the 4070 Ti, which is out right now, but that was supposed to be the 4080 12, 12 gigabyte, gig. and they renamed it to the 4070 Ti, and... In the naming scheme of things, we typically don't see a TI card. That's usually like the refresh, so it's kind of confusing to consumers. But maybe a lot of uh, your listeners are like, "What does this TI mean?" It's typically that's the refresh, and you you're getting that off the bat, so it is a little bit confusing. So yeah, I, I think Nvidia kind of messed up uh, some things with this launch, and they 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 ultimately got kind of bullied into putting out. A card that was supposed to be called a 4080, and now they had to call it a 4070 Ti. Um, so it is like again, it is confusing, but they're they are the best cards out there right now for what you're the performance that you're going to get. But it's like, do you need that performance? Are you going to be playing the best games out there at 4K 120, 4K 240, um you know if, if you're playing at 1080p i mean just like with your your 30 60 ti would be more than fine mm-hmm. uh for that or even any of the other 30 series cards that have been out for a while that you can get pretty affordably right now mm. um so yeah
0: ryan you want to add anything to that
1: no i don't think so i mean there is definitely a person out there that the 40 series does make sense for but a lot of folks can do just fine with a, a lower priced 30 series card, um, yeah. and it'll still last them, you know, quite a long time.
0: Uh, Tony out in the chat says uh, that new Mac Mini is looking pretty nice, and then <laughs> Brian says, "Agreed. Uh, if you're in the market for a desktop computer, it looks like a solid machine." I, listen, I feel like I've gotten the best of both worlds in this. You know, I bought uh, uh, I bought that Mac Mini M1 when it came out. And I think that's been two years now. I think we're coming up on the yeah. two-year purchase of that. Is that right? Yeah, I think it is. Has it Been and that then, long already? I
1: think so. Yeah. Wow.
0: I, I think yeah. All of a sudden, I'm okay. like, is, "Have I had it for two years?" Um, I don't know. Anyways, doesn't matter. The the that's been a, it's been a great desktop, a great podcasting machine. Like, I swear, I, I the the M1 was built for podcasters. Like, it's just. It's everything's there. It's just enough it for, for audio and video processing. It's, it's great. Not a great gaming rig. So I built the gaming rig. Right. And so yeah. AMD 5,600 X works great. Temperatures have been great. Ryan, the other thing I was going to say, you sent me, uh you sent me one of the AIOs uh, to, mm-hmm. to, to try out, put in. And I was kind of, I held it off for a little bit because I was like, yeah. I don't know. I've never put one of these in before. Like, am I going to screw this up or whatever? And so, um, the other day, uh, the, the timing was right. I had a, I had some time in the afternoon. I thought, okay, I'm going to, I think I'm going to put this thing in. So did what I needed to do. The hardest part was getting the, the old fan out uh, type deal, you know, a couple screws, pull it out. That's easy. The rest of it was super easy. Yeah. Pour it underneath, put screws in, maybe uh, figuring out how to configure the clamp that holds it down to it then putting the, the, uh, the fan, the uh, fans and the radiator in the, that Cooler Master box that I bought, was super easy, it's like Legos, and I got done, it was like an hour, and maybe not even that, and I was like, well, that's disappointing, I thought that was gonna, <laughs> I thought those could take me a little bit longer, right, uh, about 10 uh, yeah. degrees difference or so between, you know, I went out and did the benchmark testing to it, and I think, I was in the sixty five Celsius range with the stock cooler fifty five Celsius range for the for the uh, for the liquid cooled for the a i o does that seem about right do you think uh, do those temperatures sound about right
1: dependent on the you know the chip you're putting it on right the fan speeds you're running right you can adjust Oh, some that's of those. true. Those, right. those speeds with with that motherboard header right uh, once you get yeah. it in the in the, on the right header no. <laughs> yeah right, right. No. yes uh, yeah so you can i put adjust-
0: it in the wrong header to begin with and then it because hmm. it says aio on the board so that's the one i put All it right. in but it really needed to go to the cpu
1: yeah so yeah the you know i think you could probably adjust that uh header a little bit up or down depending on your comfort level regarding noise and temperatures and things like that. So you could you can shuffle that around a little bit. Um but yeah, no, I'm I'm glad it worked out for you. The unit I sent you was a uh, a um Arctic cooling uh yes. 240 millimeter setup and the thing that I really liked about that and one of the reasons I uh sent that one to you is the fans and all their wiring. This isn't an RGB like light up AIO like we've seen from so many companies. It's a pretty stock and I know you're not a you know a lighting guy so that's that's another advantage but all the mm-hmm. cabling for those fans actually routes through the um, the sheath on the cooling tubes back to the pump housing so there's only one cable or one header connection that's used for the whole thing both fans uh, on the radiator the pump and the small little fan that's on the pump housing that actually blows and cools your power delivery systems around the CPU is all connected via one cable so mm-hmm. that cleans things up and makes installation much easier oh, so, so easy um yeah, yeah some, so easy. some of these new kits it's a mess with the you know the fans that each have a you know a PWM cable for their uh, the motor and oh, spinning right. up the fans and then you've got a cable for the RGB lighting that's got to go to a controller and this that and the other it can become a real mess some of the newer kits have gone to daisy chaining fans so there's a lot less cable mess which is Really nice, and I've appreciated it on the couple kits that I've reviewed recently that have done that. But yeah, no, I'm glad you're happy with it.
0: Yeah, no, super good. It would, the board would support multiple headers to, to, for the various things, but with right. just the one, uh, the, the, and the problem was, is the board definitely wanted a CPU fan. And I, I'm sure maybe there's a way to turn that off. I didn't figure it out. So I just put it on the CPU fan. I was, it was good to go. Um, the worst part was I got a little thermal paste on my hands. That was probably the worst part of the, <laughs> of the whole thing. I, you know, you're trying to work around that stuff and then you're trying to wipe it off and then put new stuff on and got a little on yeah. my hands. So it wasn't.
2: Uh, it's got to use it. some alcohol. It takes it right off.
0: Yeah. Well, No, it, was, it wasn't too terrible. I took it as a, a as battle damage. And yeah. I yeah. Thought, no, I've initiated in the world of
1: badge of uh, honor. Yeah. Cool, cooling oh, yeah.
0: this way. No, nope, went <laughs> back together. Uh, ran some tests on it. It's been it's been working great. It's super quiet. Like yeah, that yes. PC, even though it's got five times the power of the one that's next to it, it's a tenth of the the uh, the noise. It's great. Right. Good. It's just great. So, anyways, so Ryan, thanks for sending that. And uh, and I, that that is when my kids heard about that. They were like. Well, first they're like, you're putting in liquid cooling? Like, (laughs) what the hell is wrong with you? You know, they just, they, they thought maybe I'd been, you know, by an alien or something. Dad's (laughs) doing that. What's going on? So anyways, guys, thanks uh, to both of you for, appreciate uh, your partnership. Appreciate you guys coming on uh, the show. I appreciate you guys helping me out to get that build. It's been a, it was a super fun experience and uh, I was telling, I was telling you guys just at the start of the show, I bought at exactly the right time, which was yeah. Black Friday. Mm-hmm. And I kept track of all the prices just because I'm crazy that way. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm insane about when I spend money and uh, everything went up. And it's the very first time that's ever happened to me <laughs> where I got done. I'm like, Oh, thank God I spent that money. It's not normally, you know, that's not normally what happens. I was yeah. super happy, not really, I mean, happy, but just satisfied, like, yeah. You guys kind of coached me on, uh, Bob, you told me several times. Cause we had this discussion, like started like back in September and, and I, there was a couple times I'm like, should I buy now? And you were like, no, I think you should wait. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's going to be some black Friday deals. And, yeah. uh, and there were, there were, although I did, I did track things through Amazon. You know, if you put stuff in your cart and then you refresh your cart, it just leave it in your cart and you refresh it. It will tell you if the price is yeah. up or down. Yep. Right. Yeah. I know some folks use Camel, 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 and there's some other things out there you can use to track prices on Amazon. But um, that that's what I did, and it just worked. And then everything went up. You know, I was glad. I think I got the 128 gig of RAM for three-something, and it's now four-something, maybe five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, those prices went up. I am seeing hard drive prices stay. Like, I think right now, if you were going to get a Western Digital, is uh, it a 580? um you know one of their super fast uh nvme drives i think they're like 109 which is
2: yeah cool. they're that stuff's pretty yeah 32. yeah
0: yeah anything else we talked about monitors maybe hard drives anything else right now that's not being affected that you guys are seeing in the market that's not being affected or somebody should be watching for if they've been waiting are, are case
2: prices decent
0: or it would now be a good time
2: to power supplies Any i think everything's slightly more expensive, just, you know, not by much, but 10, 15 bucks um, just because, and I, I don't know what I haven't kept up with the whole tariff thing. Mm. If they're restating those tariffs, because that caused a lot of prices in the PC market to change. Yeah. Um, but I think everything is, again, when it comes to, you know, you're going to find your best deals during sales. Yeah. And the next big sale is what? What's the what's the big holiday before summer? Memorial oh, Day, uh, yeah, yeah, Memorial Day. Like you'll Memorial find Day. like a Memorial Day sale or like whenever. I think Prime Days in the summer. Is it not Amazon Prime Day? July,
0: August, so, maybe,
2: maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So like those are like when you're gonna find some really big deals. I think that the things that are up right now is memory. So anything to do with memory, uh, SSDs have remained. Kind of the same price. I think just because there's there's so much out in the market. Um, but yeah, like anything and with CPUs memory. CPUs went
0: up. CPUs, I thought yeah. they dipped slightly like we thought they would, and then they've kind of come back up again.
2: Yeah. So right. um but as the year goes on, things will get cheaper if you're if you're looking. Mm-hmm. But I, I would say anytime's a real you know, the longer you wait this the longer you don't have your PC or whatever you're trying to build. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I um, mean, like yeah. I said, the prices aren't bad. It's not like where we were a couple of years ago during the middle of the pandemic where, you know, you couldn't find a GPU for the life of you at, oh, at a normal yeah. price and you yeah. were paying, you know, a thousand dollars over MSRP. Like we're not at yeah. that point at, at all.
1: So, Thank goodness. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. And I ended up just going with a Dell with for the GPU. I found a $400 3060. That's a that was a Dell build. Right. That's what they were putting in there boxes. I found it on eBay. I picked it up and, and it was good enough. One night I'm like, okay, I'm done thinking about this. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to, I'm just going to do this thing. Yeah, I'm just going to pull the trigger um, and, and get it done. So anyways, gentlemen, thank you for your guidance uh, no problem, through this. Man. And let me encourage, like I've been, I've been trying to show up to your live show just as much as possible yeah. uh, lately. And it's super great. So if you're into this kind of talk, if you're into the PC build and review of parts and some, st- some especially on the PC side, some of the gadgets that are coming out for this, uh, you got to go over to thinkcomputers.org. Make sure you get subscribed. Just Think Computers in your favorite podcast app. Get subscribed to it and make sure you're downloading it on a regular basis. You're following these guys. You're doing whatever needs to get done. And then since I don't have a, a, an affiliate relationship, if you're buying stuff, go over there and check it out over there first and follow yeah. their links so that they get some, they get some credit. If you're going to buy it anyways... So they get some credit. Uh, I've I've just appreciated all the work they've done. So so good work, gentlemen. And you have a your chat room is as equally nice as ours is, which is kind of great. I know sometimes you get into Mm -hmm. these things. And if you're into gaming, you can game with them afterwards, right, Ryan? Is that that's your that's your space, right? What do you guys know? Yeah, we
1: we stream on Twitch. Uh, right after our podcast on Wednesday nights so uh, yeah we just hop over and you, like like you said we've got a, a good community we've got a discord channel there you know server and so we're, we're over there you can hang out with us uh, and if you want to you know try and game with us that's you know we're, we're open to it we usually have a, a, a group that we are normally playing with but you know if someone wants to hey I'd really like to play with you let's schedule that up you know type of thing or cool. um, if it works out works out yeah absolutely yeah
0: yeah. Good stuff. No. And then, um, let's see, I want one more, what shoot, I had that question. I wanted to pimp one more thing that you guys do. Oh, how do they find your discord group? What's the,
2: uh, yeah, just go to thinkcomputers.org backslash discord. It's okay. that's forward what slash? it is or forward no. slash discord, whatever, <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> I always get this. Yeah. It'll uh, be- that will take you right to it and give you an invite to the server. Pretty easy cool. to do there.
0: Um, No, no, right on. And you guys have been doing this a long time. I just think we've had you on several times and I'd hate for any of my listeners that have not listened yet. uh, This is basically me telling you to go over there. I'm not, we've kind of alluded to it, but now I'm telling you, you've got to go over there and give it a, give it a listen. So make sure you get over there. And, uh, and get that done. Gentlemen, thanks. Let me close this thing up and we'll, can you stay around for like one mm-hmm. minute of post-show? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just a couple reminders on the way out. If you want to join us in our discord group here in, or if you got any questions, head over to theaverageguy.tv forward slash discord, <laughs> and you can get in the, there as well. If you want to leave me a message, some folks, uh, guys, when I started doing this message thing, I thought more people would take advantage of it, leaving a message. The audience that maybe you have and then I have, they still just like to send emails. <laughs> just to be honest, yeah. it's, it's not, I was like, I thought this would be easy. Just turn your mic on. No, they want to do it. But if you, if you want to head over to ha- uh, HomeGadgetGeeks.com and you can do it that way. Or if you want to send that traditional email, you can send it to me, Jim at tv. Big thanks to Christian over at Maple Grove Partners. Uh, get be- both web and media hosting powered by Maple Grove Partners. Get secure, reliable, high-speed hosting from folks that you know and trust. He's even doing email now, too. So if you need kind of a new solution, if you want to, if you need some hosting from, from people who care, <laughs> I know some of these services, you know, you can't get a hold of anybody, whatever, you don't feel like they care and what they're doing. Christian's doing a bang-up job. He's got plans for as little as $10 a month. Visit maplegrovepartners.com and, uh, and get signed up today. Many of you have done that um, as well. So I'm looking through my notes. I'm actually finding my, I, I see the notes from the last time. You guys uh, appreciate that. We are live every Thursday, eight PM Central, nine Eastern, out here at theaverageguy.tv/live, and love to have you join as well. And uh, thanks for those of you, Brian, Tony, Joe, uh, John, um, and Ken. Thanks for coming out tonight. And with that, we'll say goodbye.